Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Yesterday we looked at prelude to rest. Today we will look at the command to rest. Monday, August 23rd. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your lesson in creation. Now, Father, we invite your presence to help us understand what we read in and about your sacred word. Fill our minds with your Holy Spirit is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Creation may have been very good, but it was not yet complete. Creation ended with God's rest and a special blessing of the seventh day, the Sabbath. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from his work, which God had created and made. That's Genesis 2-3. The Sabbath is part and parcel of God's creation. In fact, it is the culmination of creation. God made rest and created a space for community where humanity in those days, the core family of Adam and Eve, could stop their day-to-day activities and rest side by side with their creator. Unfortunately, sin entered this world and changed everything. There was no more direct communion with God. Instead, there were painful births, hard work, fragile and dysfunctional relationship, and on and on the litany of woes that we all know so well as life on this fallen world. And still, even amid all this, God's Sabbath remains, an enduring symbol of our creation and also the hope and promise of our recreation. If humanity needed the Sabbath rest before sin, how much more so after? Many years later, when God freed his children from slavery in Egypt, he reminded them again of this special day. Let us take a look at Exodus chapter 28 to 11. What does this teach us about the importance of the Sabbath as it relates to creation? Exodus 20. Remember that the Sabbath day belongs to me. You have six days when you can do your work, but the seventh day of each week belongs to me, your God. No one is to work on that day, not you, your children, your slaves, your animals, or the foreigners who live in your towns. In six days I made the sky, the earth, the oceans, and everything in them, but on the seventh day I rested. That's why I made the Sabbath a special day that belongs to me. With this command, God calls us to remember our origins. Contrary to what so many believe, we are not the chance product of cold, uncaring, and blind forces. On the contrary, we are beings who are created in the image of God. We were created to share fellowship with God. It did not matter that the Israelites had been treated as slaves with little worth. With each Sabbath, in a special way, 
they were called to remember who they really were, beings made in the image of God himself. Think about how important the doctrine of a six-day creation is. After all, what other teaching is so important that God commands that we devote one-seventh of our lives every week without exception to remembering it? What should this fact alone teach us about how crucial it is that we remember our true origins as depicted in the book of Genesis? At the conclusion of creation week, Genesis chapter 2, 1 to 3 declares, Thus the heaven and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. God rested, but not because he was tired. He rested refreshed in the beauty and majesty of the world he had made. He rested as an example to us. The Sabbath is a weekly pause to praise the one who made us. As we worship on the Sabbath, we open our hearts to receive the special blessing he placed in this day that was placed in no other day. The Sabbath reminds us that we are not cosmic orphans on some spinning globe of rock. It points us to a creator who created us with a purpose and loved us too much to abandon us when we drift from that purpose. The Sabbath reminds us of the one who has provided all the good things of life for us. God's care is illuminated in the triple Sabbath miracle of the fallen manna. Twice as much manna fell on Friday. None fell on the Sabbath. If the Israelite gathered more than they could eat on any single day of, that, of the week, except Friday, it would spoil. On Friday, the manna that was kept over to be eaten on the Sabbath did not spoil. Sabbath worship during those 40 years of wilderness wandering reminded the Israelite of a creator God who cared for them. It is important to notice carefully that the Israelites kept the Sabbath before the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. The Sabbath commandment in Exodus chapter 28 to 11 begins with the word remember. It points back to a God who created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Think about this. If, as some people believe, God set this world in motion and it evolved over millions of years, there would be absolutely no need for the Sabbath and nothing to remember. Sabbath is an eternal symbol of our rest in God. It is a special sign of loyalty to the Creator. Exodus 20, 12, 20. Rather than being an arbitrary legalistic requirement, it reveals that true rest from righteousness by work is found in him. The Sabbath speaks of a God who has achieved so that we can rest in his achievements. True Sabbath rest is the rest of grace in the loving arms of the one who created us, the one who redeemed us, and the one who is coming again for us.
if you are not keeping the Sabbath, this is something to think about. And I trust you will believe that this is a part of God's plan for us. Father God, again we thank you for your word for setting the seventh day Sabbath aside as a memorial for us to worship and spend time with you. Thank you for loving us and guiding us. In Jesus' name, amen. Join me tomorrow when we will look at new circumstances.